What's going on, everybody? What's going on? Welcome, 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 welcome again to the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae, episode 91, y'all. Nine weeks. We are officially nine weeks away from our 100th episode. Now, like I said, a lot of people, um, <clears throat> once we post these next two episodes this week, this one and the uh, the new After Dark uh, episode, which is coming, uh, which will premiere on Thursday. Um, not premiere, but you know, it'll be posted on Thursday. <laughs> um, we'll be actually technically at a hundred episodes, a hundred episodes, um, which is definitely dope as hell. But, um, for the regular podcast, so the ones that come on every Monday, we're literally 91 uh, episodes in. So, uh, the after dark is literally just like, a, excuse me, this is my remote. Good Lord. This is, you know, the after darks are just like, you know, play around fun episodes, you know, they're, they're fun, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, and they're after dark, you know what I'm saying? And they're after hours. So, um, but it's just dope to see like this podcast growing and people really digging it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm, 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 I'm seeing that a lot of my closet listeners are now coming, you know, out of the closet, you know what I'm saying? Literally you were trapped in it for so long and you know, you love the pocket. They were so ashamed to say they love the podcast, but it's okay. It's okay. You love the podcast. It's raunchy. It talks the shit. And I'm pretty honest. You know what I'm saying? You know? And anytime y'all want to check me, y'all can. You know what I'm saying? Fact check me. Make sure I'm telling the shit right. And if I don't get it right, I'm going to come back on this bitch and say, hey, I wasn't right. Let me recheck my fact. Like, dog. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. But um, how's everybody's week been? I hope everybody's have a, had a great week this week. Uh, this past week, I've had a you know decent week. Um, we had a spike in like uh, in listens on like Wednesday. We had like 118 listens, and like 90 90 of them came from like Allendale. Um, and for those who don't know, uh, for new listeners who are coming in, shout out first of all, shout out to my new listeners that are always coming in. Uh, when I get new listeners, shout out to you guys. I appreciate the love um, coming in. Shout out to my old heads um, who've been here since day one. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to y'all. Um, but yeah, you know, we had like 90 plays in Allendale. And I was like, wow, you know, like that's crazy. Like shout out to Allendale. And if you don't know what Allendale is, Allendale is a little town, you know, 20 minutes from uh, 20 minutes from Grand Rapids, uh, where Grand Valley's main campus is. I used to be there, you know, 2012 through 2016, or actually 2017, and then, you know, moved to Grand Rapids, uh, you know, to finish out my, my master's program, which a nigga will be done next April, dog, y'all, y'all, like, let this sink, like, I'm trying to let this sink in my head, first of all, y'all, like, a brother is about to get this master's degree, you know what I'm saying, like, when I say I wasn't trying to get this boy at all, like when I graduated, I graduated undergrad with like a two three. You understand what I'm saying? So I wasn't trying to get this 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 master degree. Once I grad, because I was I was such a a social kind of like a social butterfly in a way. Like I was in organizations and you know singing and uh, like singing at every event and you know, doing, you know, hosting and shit like that, just, you know, and not even hosting, hosting, but just, like, doing little small hosting gigs on the side at Grand Valley and shit, like, it was fun, but I really didn't put my shit, you know, my time and effort into my, you know, my my my, my work for real, so I wasn't really even thinking about grad school, you know what I'm saying, it was really just, like, 
I say grad school kind of saved my life in it. Not 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 my life in a way, but it just it just really saved me from a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? And and really I had to, you know, put pressure on myself to get things popping. You know what I'm saying? And um I wasn't trying to really go to grad school, y'all. Like when I graduated, I was like, no. Everybody can ask me, are you going to grad school? Absolutely not. I'm not coming back to grad. I was like, I'm not coming back to Grand Valley and I'm not going to grad school. It ain't happening, bro. I'm not doing this. Okay. So literally, I, re- I just remember, I was recounting this with a friend, like literally remembering, uh, you know, the the last, we- the, the, the last like week before classes started, I was like, I got admitted the week before classes started for real, for real. Like I got admitted, I got my like conditional admission. And, you know, now we, we about to walk across the stage with a fucking master's, you know, like graduated with two, three and undergrad, got a three, six right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's just, it's just, you know, you, I was capable. I, I had a three, I had a three, five in high school. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not dumb, you know, like I'm definitely very well educated. Um, but I'm also sometimes, most of the time, not politically correct. So, <laughs> you know, like I'm just... I'm, I'm, I'm everything, you know what I'm saying? So it's just, I, I wasn't thinking about it. So I, I say that to say like, when you, when you, things happen, like life switches so, so quickly, you know what I'm saying? Like you think you're not about to do something when, when life and God can just switch everything and say, no, you're doing this because I'm telling you to do it. You understand what I'm saying? And if you don't want to do it his way, he's going to force you, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, man, I didn't mean to get all deep like that, but I just wanted to let people know, you know, that's just how my week been. Um, also, keep my uh, family in your prayers. Please continue to do that. Um, it was a rough day on Saturday, uh, you know, with my grandmother, you know, and everything like that. You know, she's good, um, but just getting into, um, you know, sometimes, some days, some days you, you, you have those days where, you know, you just break down. You know, and, and I think Saturday for me was just that day. Uh, and um, shout out to Bryce um, for being such a such a good brother, man. The blood couldn't make us any closer, bro. I swear to God, man. You know what I'm saying? It, it's those it's those type of bros, you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 the, it's those type of men that you can go to and just, like, have a conversation and literally break down to them. You know what I'm saying? Because I broke down to him. I was just telling him, you know, just telling him what was was happening in that or you know yesterday. Because today, right now, real time is Sunday, two fifty one. So you know, I was just I was just telling him yesterday on Saturday, like man, you know, it was just a rough day. You know, I didn't want to come around people with all my energy because my energy wasn't right. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to you know go out, but I also have these you know summer jam tickets and I ain't trying to waste them. He's like, nah, bro, just go out. You know what I'm saying? I know it's been a hard day. You know, just go out, have fun. And that's what I did. So shout out to Bryce, man. You know what I'm saying? Because, you listen, your strong friends need strong friends to talk to. You understand what I'm saying? Like, people really think I'm impervious sometimes. And I'm like, nah, like, I'm very in, in tune with my emotions. So, like, when I'm hurting, I'm a hurt. You know what I'm saying? But I'm such a strong friend in my own right to where it's just like, you know, I carry so much. So, and give so much. So, it's like, you know, it, it's never nothing to me. But, you you know, you got to check up on those people. Uh, you know, and, and, and as strong friends, we have to be able to vent to our other strong friends who are stronger than us. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Like, it, it's, it's just like that. You know? So, I just want to shout out to Bryce. You know what I'm saying? Because that, that was dope. 
But other than that, man, it's been a good week. Like I said, we've seen some spikes and some numbers and shit and some uh, and some shit. Um, you know, it, 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 this week was 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 decent. It was decent, you know, especially in this news, bro. But y'all been this news been acting up. Just been acting a fool. I, I'm fucking with my words. Listen, y'all, I'm having. I'm having a, a hangover type day, you know, like <laughs> it's a hangover type day because yesterday we went to the Caribbean summer jam, right? And, um, it was lit. It was lit, but I'm going to get into all of that in a minute because we have a full show for you. Of course, we have so much to get into, um, our MVPs of the week and our biggest loser of the week. We're definitely going to get into those. And then it's uh, for the second half of the show, we're going to talk about comprehension, right? You know, I talk a lot about listening and we talk a lot about communication. And I want to talk about comprehension for a minute. And actually, this 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 topic was kind of brought to you by <laughs> the Social Complex podcast. Shout out to them because they tagged me in, um, in, in, in a video that they did uh, for their podcast, you know, two minute clip. Um and the question was like, if your dude cheated on you, right? Um, <laughs> if your dude cheated on you, would you cheat on him with his barber? Now that was my that was madly wild. <laughs> that was I feel like that was a madly wild question, but I don't think I'm not surprised if it does happen, right? Um, so our Twitter uh, he. The social complex uh, pod, you know, tagged a lot of us in there, and we just started talking about, you know, cheating and communication and listening and everything. And I asked the question. I was like, "Well, is comprehension a thing?" Because I feel like we we can talk all day and we can communicate, right? I think I think we're getting to a point where we can talk all day, we can think, we and, and people can act like they're listening, right? We we can act, you know, what I'm saying act accordingly. So you know, sometimes we play as actors, you know, what I'm saying everybody's an actor until you really see their true colors. Right. So we can act like we're listening. But are we really comprehending what the person is saying? You understand what I'm saying? Because you, I can tell you that I'm not feeling you and you still not and, and, and you not comprehend what that means. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to get into all of that. I'm actually pull up the definition of what comprehension is. You know what I'm saying? Comprehending something. Um, so we're going to get into that in the second half. So let's get into the show. Our MVP of the week this week is The Great Vine TV. Shout out to The Great Vine TV. Um, listen, let me see if my uh, my sound effects work. Let me see if I can drop a clues bomb real quick. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that was not it. Let me see. Let me see if I can do it one more time. Hey, okay, there we go. You know, we got the, we got the raggedy bombs, but that's okay. Because once I get the soundboard, it's a wrap for you, niggas. Listen, so... Shout out to the Grapevine TV because the Grapevine TV is a dope platform for so many black um, and brown creators to go on there and just really just talk about um, about things that are really just happening in our in our in our society in our world today. And I'm I, as as a as a big fan of the Grapevine TV. As a fan, I've always been critical of how you know you know, some of the people on the panel or the panel in general just doesn't kind of listen to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think listening has to be a um, a thing, right? Because the show is created by 
Let me make, I want to make sure I get her name right. Give me one, give me one second. I think it's like a Nuka, um, give me one second, y'all, because I just want to, I just want to make sure I get her name right, because you, listen, y'all know the name for me, you know what I'm saying, like, the name thing, my name is Tyronza Devontae Hicks, I never want to try to mess up nobody's name, you know what I'm saying, that's why I ask questions, you know, because you gotta ask questions, you know, you gotta sit here and be like, what's your name, and I think, you know, you, you gotta ask questions, you know what I'm saying, because you don't want to mess up nobody's name, because, listen, I get people name people mix up my name all the time, and I be sitting here like, how? I don't, I don't, I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't get how you mess up anybody's name. Give me one. Damn, she ain't got her name right here. Come on, baby. Come on, now I'm trying to find you. You playing games? Playing games? Great vibe. Come on now. Here we go, here we go, here we here we go, here we go, here we go, here we here we here we go. Ashley Anuka. Yes, okay. So I said I think I said her last name right. Ashley Anuka. Yes, I believe. Okay. Wait, I wanna I wanna hear her say it. Just on the you know what I'm saying. I wanna make sure I said it right. And shout out to Donovan too, because he's a producer on the show. I love Donovan Thompson. Dope as hell. Uh, Hello and welcome to the Grapevine. I'm your host, Ashley Akuna. And on Akuna. Episode, we're See, okay, there we go. Akuna, sorry. I apologize. Ashley Akuna. Wanted to make sure I got that right. But if y'all never watched the Grapevine TV, go check it out. It's very dope. Um, if you listen to a lot of dope black podcasters, um, I think some of them um, are pretty much a round table. Uh, it's pretty much a roundtable full of like dope entertainment, uh, journalists, podcasters, radio personalities, um, just talking about having very educated and sometimes shady <laughs> conversations about the things that are happening in our in our in our in our culture, um, specifically mostly in our black culture. Um, we and they talk about everything. You know, they talk about everything and they and they and they hold no bounds. And that's what I love about the, the about, about the Grapevine TV is that they hold, you know, they, they hold no bounds. They sit here and they just literally they'll have a conservative on the show. They'll have a pro-choice, pro-life on the show and they'll talk. They'll have that conversation. But what I my big I think the only thing for me is the comprehension. Right. And, and that's why we're talking about comprehension, because even if. I feel like even in your 30s and your, or your earlier, mid-30s, I feel like still comprehension is still a, a big thing um, that we need to understand. It's, it's not always just about listening, right? So it's also about comprehending. However, um, I think that the Grapevine TV will be a will continue to be a dope platform. Um, I think it's going to grow in like the next two, maybe a year. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe a year or two. I see it growing into like Nash. Like it's on YouTube right now, but I feel like it's going to get to some, you know, some, some, some heights, heights. So shout out to Ashley Akuna and Donovan Thompson uh, for creating something that is just so black. And I love it. 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 Um, so our biggest loser of the week, Laura, have mercy. Okay. Is this lady named Sarah um, 
Meritin. I don't, okay, I'm not even about to pronounce her last name. But Miss Sarah, right? White, um, uh, Silk Sarah, okay? Now, Silk Sarah is this designer, quote unquote, who claimed that she founded the bonnet. Um, this lady, Silk Sarah, decided that she wanted to design um, bonnets, quote unquote. And, uh, you know, basically said that, you know, she got the idea from, you know, wrapping her hair and, you know, seeing what worked and didn't work. And uh, she just founded these things for, for all women. And um, it, it works. And, and these bonnets go on on sale for it or, or a regular price, whatever, for 90 bucks. These are $100 bonnets. Um, and, uh, she's claiming that she, she, she founded the body. Oh man. Um, I think everybody basically chewed her out this week, but, um, I'll, I'll do some more. I'll, I'll, I'll eat on the bones. Um, Miss Sarah, Silk Sarah, listen, listen here. You didn't found anything. Um, like everybody's been saying. Um, bonnets have been a part of our culture. I don't even want to say since fucking slavery when we, when we used scarves, you know, when our, our women used scarves around the head, you know what I'm saying? They had, they, they had cloths and shit on their head. Like that, that was the, 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 the then bonnet, you know what I'm saying? Like it's transformed. You know what I'm saying? Like, we gave Bonnet a name. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's been a part of our culture for a gender fucking rations. And the fact that you decided that you just, oh, I made a bonnet. First of all, nobody's going to pay. Well, I'm not going to say nobody because people aren't going to pay. You're going to make a killer. Your white women, all the white women in your country club that are sitting here saying, damn, I should have thought about that idea. Fuck. Um, are going to pay for that. Absolutely. Um, because honestly, y'all probably need something for your hair texture, you know, because black bonnets probably don't work for y'all. And and it's not even black bonnets. It's just we bonnets have been a part of our culture. I've seen white women wear bonnets before, like literally white women wear bonnets before. You understand what I'm saying? Um, but never have I seen a white woman, Silk Sarah, you to sit here and fucking, first of all, sell bonnets for $90? Nine, 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 I'm not talking like 9.00, not $9. 90, 90.00. Like, we're, who's about to pay? You, they're going to pay for it. But who's about to pay for that? I've never known my mother, my grandmother, my aunt, any of the women in my family, any of my female friends, to pay no more, and, and if they want a good one, no more than about 10, 12 bucks for a good satin silk body. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I got my ex a bonnet for Valentine's Day. Wear a name on it. And I ain't paid no more than like, what, $15 for that? I got it for off of Etsy. And it was a good bonnet. It was a good bonnet, bro. It was an extra, what was it, black extra large? That bitch was huge. Huge. So what do, I don't I don't get what you're saying, huh? Bonnets have been every I think um uh Lil Wayne's um ex-wife um 
not to uh Toya. Toya Wright, shout out to her, her beautiful self. Um she has a whole line of bonnets. Not a, and just not for 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 you know, just for the lady. She got it for the babies. What? What is wrong with babe? What? Oh Lord. Oh, Silk Sarah, you you just let let me see. Silk Sarah, let's just let's just let's just do this. Yikes, man. You you are horrible. Um, I just, I just hope you, um, understand that all your country club women, that's all probably you about to get who buy this shit. Cause that is it. You understand what I'm saying? But, um, shout out to you, shout out to your business, but, but it ain't that great. Uh, let's talk about these Emmy nominations. We're just going to talk about it slightly cause I don't really care about anything else, but Ava DuVernay. Now Ava DuVernay is the, um, beautiful, um, uh, director, um, screenwriter, write, um, producer. You know she's done. She's done Selma. She's done the Thirteenth, which have gave uh, you know given her like worldwide acclaim and fame, um, recreating some of America's most like trying times from then and from then and now. Uh, go back and watch the Thirteenth uh, and Selma. Um, both, I believe, Emmy nominations. Um, and now she is out here getting these bags, telling real stories. You understand? Like, here's the thing. We know how the Emmys sometimes go. We know how the Oscars sometimes go in hell. Sometimes we, we, we understand how the Grammys go. You understand what I'm saying? However, I also praise these, um, I also praise our black people for getting these nominations because it was one time, excuse me, it was one time of another that we weren't even at the table to get a nomination. Now, um, like I said a couple, you know, a month ago when Tyler Perry said what he said um, on BET about, you know, creating your own table and everything like that, I definitely agree with that. And, you know, while he was talking about Oscar so white, Oscar so white, you know, he was really creating that table for everybody. And I think at the end of the day that there needs to be black people at every table in every profession. You know what I'm saying? Working collectively, you know what I'm saying? Knowing each other, like me being in entertainment, somebody else being a doctor, somebody else being a uh, uh, owning his own lawnmower service, somebody over here owning they or they own car dealership, but we all know each other and we all in cahoots. You understand what I'm saying? Like that's how it should be, right? That's how I think it should be, and I think that's how it sometimes is a little bit. But um, yeah, it's it. I think there is a kind of division when it comes to you know really black Hollywood and then you got like Hollywood Atlanta you know what I'm saying because like Atlanta is like the black black mecca of the world damn near you know what I'm saying and then you got Hollywood so it's a divide there you know but getting back into Avadu Renee I'm not taking anything away from her first of all this lady is 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 I, I already consider her an icon at this point um she's creating work that People are reacting to in every way. Like when they see us with such a powerful docu series that 
it made everyone cringe. Like people in my job were cringing at that. And they're white. I work I work in an office with all white women. And they cringed at it. Now, you know, there, there's some implications with that, and that's a whole different conversation for another day. But you got reactions. And this is not fiction. These are true stories. You know, she tries to get to the nitty-gritty as, as gritty as possible. You know what I'm saying? And she don't play around with it. She doesn't play. I don't, I, when, when I watch the 13th, and I think I'm going to watch that after we do the podcast because it, it gets me heated every time. It, it was it was so nitty. It was so gritty. Like, yikes. Like, I was watching things that I knew, some things that I didn't know, and some things that I was reminded of. Like, God damn it. <laughs> like, shit, this true. Yep, that's true. You know what I'm saying? So. When you when you watch when they see us, and honestly, y'all, I haven't even gotten through all of it because it's that cringing. I'm I'm and and that's seriousness. You understand what I'm saying? I haven't even gotten all the way through it, and she already deserves these nominations. Every nomination she get from this docu series deserves it, and it's not just because of her. It's because of these. It's it's not just on her too. It's on these actors. I think one of them is uh is is nominated. Um, for, um, for best actor, I believe, and I and I hope he wins. I think the one that played, um, what's his name, uh, Corey. I think I, I think I butchered that. I think I, I don't think of his name, Corey. Like I'm, I'm trying to find him. Let's see. Um, I'm looking at the article right now. Well, listen, I just know one of them is getting nominated for best actor ava is getting nominated for a directing and co-writing uh, nominations it's just like you know when you tell a story this big that hits home because i read the story before i watched the um, before i actually watched the docuseries and the story was was cringing in itself you understand what I'm saying? And then when you see it, the actors that play this, and I know, and I know that for some white actors, not all white people are 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 are, are racist, and not all white people are are out to get all black folks, right? So I know it's hard for some of these white actors when they get called to do these acting scenes. I know it's hard for some of them to sit there and look at this script and be like, "Whoa." This really happened. And you have to sit here and, first of all, understand that, yes, this happened. So if you're going to play this role, you better play this role. You understand what I'm saying? And know that this is a real role. And everybody so far that I've watched that have played their role played their fucking role. To the T, to, I mean, to the dotted I and to the cross T. So every nomination... Every 16 of these nominations that When They See Us got is well motherfucking deserved. Hand clap of praise for you, Miss Ava DuVernay. Period. Because you deserve it. Y'all deserve it. It's, it's well overdue. Um, and this just shows you how patience is a virtue. You know what I'm saying? And it takes a... Huh, I, I, and and for me, sometimes I hate using that. I ain't even gonna hold you, because I'm learning patience myself, it, it, and it's a 
every everything that you're going through is a learning process. It's not gonna work. Is not gonna snap overnight. You know what I'm saying? Everything is not gonna happen overnight. And I'm continuously reminding myself of that. Continuously learning that. So just seeing that these men are getting really just not even national attention and recognition, but worldwide attention and recognition is. Is amazing, you know what I'm saying, and 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 I love it because a black woman told a story. Black woman, you understand what I'm saying? A black woman. Now, speaking of a black woman telling a story, I am really excited for this Harriet um, doc, uh, doc, uh, biopic. Um, the Harriet uh, biopic is coming out November 17th, I believe, and the trailer just came out, and it is directed by a black woman. Um, I believe she did uh, she did some other movies, some other black movies. I have to look them up. I'll tell y'all on the After Dark episode. Um, but she actually, let's look it up now. She did some other movies, but I loved, love, 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 love the, uh, the trailer for this movie um, because Harriet Tubman was literally... And I say this with 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 all due respect, a savage. She was straight savagery. Period. Back in that time, and I and I said this, and I said this maybe like a couple months ago on the pod. Back in back in that time, I don't think our generation now would have had the same strength to do what Harriet and so many others did to get from the South all the way to the hell no. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I don't even think we had the strength um, that now to even endure what our grandparents endured back in like the 60s and the 50s and the 40s. Nigga, no. I'm, I'm just saying. Now, I could be wrong, but whew, right? And we living in a hypersensitive world right now. So just think if we were living in a hypersensitive, it was hypersensitive back then. And we get hypersensitive times too, but boy, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not saying that it's done, right? It's not, it's not here, but it's, it's definitely calm down in a, in, in a sense. Right. But it it, is, it's still here, man. So when I, when we, when y'all go watch this, this trailer, um, oh, Cassie's, uh, lemons is her, uh, um, it's her name who's directing this movie. She's um, she's directed Eve's Bayou, uh, The Caveman's Valentine, and Talk to Me. Um, and I've actually seen Eve's Bayou. Eve's Bayou is a dope ass movie. Um, and I'm glad that it's a black person telling uh, a black woman telling this movie because this movie is about a black woman. And um, when you watch it. It's just so dope because this is not a, a, a just a just a sad, you know. I don't even want to say slavery film, but slave film, right? This is not a, a sad slave biopic film. This is like a heroic biopic film. You know what I'm saying? Like biopic slave film. Like the, the we seen like Twelve Years a Slave where they had the revolt, right? But most of the slavery, most of like the the historic films that we've had over time, you know, black slave films and have not really been heroic. Right. They've always like left us like, damn, that did happen, didn't it? Mm, You know, kind of sad. 
You know, we, we never know about the heroes of our time. And then when we hear about them, they're kind of watered down. You know what I'm saying? They're kind of watered down in a way. So when we when y'all watch this documentary and I, uh, I'll post a clip on my Instagram. Um, when y'all watch this doc, when y'all watch this trailer for this documentary, it's really, it's really like, yo, I really want to go see this. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all are making our heroes heroes for real, and I'm loving it, and it's dope as hell. Um, who's starring in this movie? Um, you got uh, Cynthia Ervo. She's a British actress. Um, she did uh, Broadway plays for The Color Purple, which she won a Tony Award for Best Actress in 2017. Um, you got Leslie Odom as Willie, uh, William Steele. Um, Jennifer Nut- Nutless. Yeah, so I don't know who all these actors are, but I'm just excited for the movie. Shout out to that. Um, let's get into J.D. Uh, so I have to... And see, this is where, you know, one of those times where, you know, I have to, you know, put on my big boy draws and say, J.D., Jermaine Debris, I am sorry for giving you. No, I'm not. <laughs> no. But um, I don't know if I should have gave Jermaine Dupree the biggest loser every week because he kind of explained himself in an interview. Now, if you don't remember, Jermaine Dupree said that basically um, all these, the rappers that, were mentioned, you know, Meg Thee Stallion, Cardi B, um, he called those, uh, stripper rappers, right, he, strip, strippers that rap, you know, and, um, a lot of people didn't like that, personally, me, because when he said that, and when they said Meg Thee Stallion, Meg Thee Stallion is not a stripper, you know, and I, and I put him in that, and so I, so no, I don't, I don't regret giving you the big solution, but here's what I do, um, agree with, uh, for you and which I will, you know, kind of take it back, take something back, you know what I'm saying? Because he had to clarify that he wasn't talking about all strippers and, you know, uh, I mean, all female rappers. And a lot of people did think he was talking about all female rappers. However, when you sit here and you, you know, say like Meg Thee Stallion and Cardi B, you know, are just strippers rapping? Well, Meg Thee Stallion, one, is not a stripper. She's never, I don't think she's stripped a day in her life. Um, but y'all fact, check, y'all fact check me and make sure I ain't wrong because I, I, I don't believe that she's stripped a day in her life. So um, she's a cold-ass rapper. You know what I'm saying? Tierra Whack, uh, Rhapsody. You know what I'm saying? Um, Dreezy. You know, you got, you got a woman like that. So it's like when you... It, it was like people were just coming at his head, rightfully so. And then he 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 said something that I do agree with, right? He said in an interview, he was like, "Listen, um, I think strippers that rap should give their genre, their 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 rap a, a, a name for their genre, strap music." And I thought about that, and at first I laughed. I was like, "Boy, stop playing with me." But then he explained it. He was like, listen, we got a genre for everything, damn it. We got a genre. We got crunk music. We got snap music. You know, uh, uh, girl, shake that life, tap it, tap it, that life, tap it, shake that life, tap it. I think he said somebody gave it like snap, you know, called it snap music. So he was just saying, put a genre on your music. And, after, and, I, and honestly, I agree. 
I agree. I definitely agree that strippers who rap should put strap as them, like as y'all drama. Y'all got strap music. You understand what I'm saying? Like I love crunk music. I love neo soul. Right? It's not just R and B. Right? I love neo soul music. Right? I like uh, P R and B, which is like hazy ass R and B music. The weekend. Uh, 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 who else? Um, the weekend and like uh, P and D. You understand what I'm saying? Part, part, uh, uh, party next door. So it's just like them type names. So it's just like you know, put put a genre on it, put a name to it. And I think I agree with that. I do agree with that. Now, um, you still got the biggest loser of the week. That's just what it was. Because I just feel like it, it wasn't even what you said. It was just like you said, make the style. And I was like, I love make the style. And you, you can't. You really just can't say. And to me, it was like, have you heard Make the Stallion? Have you heard these ladies? You know what I'm saying? Rap. And just because they twerking on stage don't mean they strip. They might just have a fat ass and know how to. Because listen, Make the Stallion, her knees obviously don't give the fuck out. You understand what I'm saying? And uh, every time I've been down to pick up some paper, my left, my uh, my right knee always has some pain. Okay? So obviously, she is working out. Okay? So all I'm saying is, J.D., is just um, listen to a lot more artists. Um, I think a lot of older OGs in the in the in the in the entertainment business in the music business period need to get off their high horse in a way um, and stop acting like they're still popping. And I'm and I'm not just I'm not talking about J, JD, but I'm just saying in general. Uh, a lot of these um, older heads are really acting like they still popping, and some of them not popping. E forty popping. He just released his twenty some ass album. I, I've been fucking with E forty, bro. That's a nigga that's still popping. But some of you older heads stop. Just like literally kill that noise and pass the baton. That's 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 what that is. Uh, let's get into the double XL um, reaction list. So I made a list. I think I made a list about um, of who were my favorites um, in the double XL uh, freshman list uh, this year because I was really excited about it. I seen the baby on there. I seen Meg Stein, Rico Nasty, um, and then Tierra Wack. I was like, oh shit, okay. And then I see Blueface, and I was like, oh lord. So I watched the ciphers. I watched the ciphers from everybody, and uh, overall, I would give uh, the whole cipher a. A C plus, C, C C plus. I'll give it that. Um, it was cool. It was good. Well, it was good because you had uh, who was it like? It was the baby, Meg Thee Stallion, uh, Lil Mosey, and Y K Orcus, something like that. Orcus, something like that. And um, Lil <laughs> Lil Mosey, trash. Um, Meg the Stallion got it. The baby killed it. Uh, YK Oris, this ain't American Idol, bro. Okay, this is not American Idol. Now, Double XL, this is where I come at your head. Why did you put him on the motherfucking list if this nigga was going to sing? That is my question. If you wanted to sing, my dog, go to the Voice. Go to American Idol. All right, Double XL. Do not put no more singing 
ass niggas on the cipher. Because if I look up what a cipher is, if we look up the definition of a cipher, okay, I need to look up the definition of a cipher, okay? Right? A rap cipher. I need to I need to look up that definition because obviously I don't know if um double XL is just getting niggas because they need to get niggas. But um let me just let me just let y'all know what a cipher is. A cipher is a term for an informal gathering of rappers or dancers where they freestyle rap or dance. It may just be for fun or for the purpose of battling with uh with each other. Ciphers allow participants to practice their craft with others without structure to constrain uh without much structure to constrain uh their participants, right? Now, urban dictionary. Cipher. Okay. Anything cynical. If you're freestyling, you rap in a cipher. One after the other. Interrupting another man will break the cipher unless he's next in line and the dude behind him is falling off. The same concept applies to burning. There is a C order to who uh who hits next. You feel me? Burn that blunt. Boom, boom, boom. You feel me? So never break the damn cipher. You understand what I'm saying? Now, I don't know if y'all understood that, but that's rapping, right? Rap. Bing. Double XL. Do not bring any more singing ass niggas on that. Okay? Can I get a hand clap of praise, please? Cause I, I we just don't we don't need that. Okay? Okay, we, we don't need that. Thank you for the hand clap of praise. Listen, we don't need don't bring it back. Okay? Do not bring it back. So then they had commit the zine, um uh Rudy Rich. And was it Rico Nasty? I think it was Rico Nasty. Uh, Rudy Rich and Rico Nasty. Rico Nasty did her thing. Um, I didn't even know who Rico Nasty was. Um, and she was killing it. Her flow was dope as hell. Um, I like a lot of, I like these women who have like this fast E40 flow. But it's like, it's not like that, but it's like, it's pretty fast. But you can still understand what they're saying. And they be going at people's head, like going. Um, Commendazine, um, he was dope. He was aggressive. <laughs> that nigga was mad. He, was, I think me and my boy, uh, my boy said that man was selfish. He sounded selfish as hell. But he was dope as hell. I think his, um, him going with the beat at the pace that he was going was real dope. And I think that a lot of the young rappers could have sat there. I think a lot of the young niggas should have looked at Commendazine and was like, damn, I should have did it like that. You know what I'm saying? Because he was pacing himself while he was rapping. You know, he was saying some hard shit, but it wasn't as fast as everybody else. You know what I'm saying? But he was spitting bars, right? And sometimes you have to, you 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 got to know where you at. And if you're not a rapper, you better just slow your ass down like he did and chill out. Now, I'm not saying he's not a rapper, but I'm just saying take heat and take note. Like, yo, relax. Here to be. And go off of it, all right? Like, that's what it was. Rudy Rich, um, I was told Rudy Rich can make good music. He's not a great rapper, He's and I, and I can tell. Um, but I heard he can make good music, so shout out to him. Um, and then they had Tierra Whack. Um, who was that? Who was? was it? It was Tierra Whack. Shit. Blueface. 
No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Rudy Rich, Command Design, and Tierra Wack was on one. I'm sorry. And Tierra Wack killed that shit. Um, it was Rico Nasty, YB and Corday. There we go. And Blueface. Rico Nasty killed it. YB and Corday, never heard of him. Surprised me as fuck. That nigga was spitting like a motherfucker. Um, shout out to him. He, he was dope. Uh, Blueface. Blueface was trash. Um, yeah, man. It was like three or four of y'all that was trash as hell. And um, but like I said, it was it was it was a it was okay because at the point at that point it was like a six out of ten. I don't think gun I don't I didn't see gun on there. Uh Gunna didn't didn't freestyle or at least I didn't see it. So um and I don't know what's personally going on with the gunner. So uh, yeah. But um double XL. Uh I don't know. Yeah, you got a six out of ten for me. Um what I say, like top five was like uh, Tierra Wack, the Baby, Mega Style, Rico Nasty, YB and Cordae, and Commit the Zine. Commit the Zine. So I'm like, it, it, yeah, that like that was that was that was six out of ten for me, you know. Um, yeah, seventy percent or sixty percent. I, I gave y'all CC plus. Well, maybe a C, C minus. There we go, C minus, C minus, C minus. Yeah, there we go. Um, let's talk about Nicole Murphy. Uh, Nicole Murphy, as I've just uh, spoken um said that um has recently been outed um kissing um a a director um a married black man uh actually he's not a black man he's a grown ass boy obviously and and um i guess he was she told it was it was the classic case basically of um black black man telling black woman uh I'm separated from my my wife when literally they're not separated at all and they're happily married of 20 years and you know Nicole Murphy listen here's the thing side chicken is still happening even to the even to the women that y'all look up to older older OGs ladies for real this is nothing but a case of um side chick 101 50 plus years old you don't think Side chicken happens in its 50s. What? Ha. Stop playing. Obviously, in true form. Duh. It's still going on. Side chicken was happening before I was I was I was out of my daddy nutsack. Like that's that's how long it's been going on. It's just more popularized now because we have the technology to do so. That's all that is. And now y'all niggas can't hide with the stupid asses. <laughs> And and I'm blaming Nicole and the married man for this shit because what y'all not gonna do is play my lady, uh, play my uh, queen from waiting to exhale. Okay, she over there sitting happy at home with the keys and shit, and you out there swapping spit. But you know what, black men don't cheat, so I don't know what the hell that grown ass boy is doing. And that's what I'm saying. Stop, stop, stop thinking that like. Black men really mean black men because there are grown ass black ass boys out here that I can't help. That I can't do nothing about. You understand what I'm saying? I, I can't help you when it comes to them. I've said it on a podcast before and I'll say it again. You want to sit here and get a black man, change your environment. Period. You, you want to meet a black man for real? Like you better go somewhere where they at. And if they, if they, if they just, if you see the same dudes at the club doing the same shit, different day, 
then what the what the fuck you think you gonna get different by anywho um <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. Nicole Murphy, you need to get it together. Uh, ASAP Rocky, let's let's discuss him because I said on my show on the After Dark um, that there was a lot of there was a lot of um, just you know to me there was a lot of just not great support for ASAP going out. But I see there you know there is a lot, but you know I don't think it's as much. I like I said I don't think it was as much as Meek Mill. Um, and I think it's because of the comments he made about, you know, Ferguson and all of those things and, you know, really putting a foot in his mouth. And I said, like, he put a foot in his mouth when he said that shit. He did. And it may be karma, but at the same time, like, you got to let life take hold. And I think I agree with Joe Budden. You know what I'm saying? I, now, what I don't agree with Joe is that you going at uh, my queen from the read, period. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't agree with that. That, that shouldn't have, y'all shouldn't have gotten into a Twitter beef because at the end of the day, we're trying to get this black man out of jail. You know what I'm saying? He's sitting recklessly in a cell on a yoga mat, just getting an apple a day. Like, they malnutrition in my nigga over there. Like, literally, he is not getting nothing for real. And, you know, all I'm saying is we have to sit here and really just understand that we have to one let life take hold and then really just understand that we have to kind of we got to we 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 as black people got to scold our people in private again like we've taken social media so far that i believe like because we got scolded in private like oh when when our parents said oh i'm going to deal with you when you get home act accordingly like, we knew what that meant. Don't sit here and say no shit. Don't sit here and be, like, on that bullshit. Don't act up. Because if you act up, I'm going to beat your ass even worse when I get when I get to the crib. So, you better act right. Because I might not whoop your ass. You might just get some McDonald's. And, let me be the first one to say, I did, when I acted right and just, just sat there, didn't cry, didn't do shit, just minded my own business, it wasn't a whooping when I got home. I actually got some Happy Meals. You understand what I'm saying? So what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, let's scold him in private, right? I know he's going to get scolded in public for real. Like that's just social media. But as a black community, let's scold him in private. Let's bring him, like, let's get him out of there first off. Let's get him out. Let's do our due diligence and try to get him out of there first of all. I know I can't. I don't have the power. So whoever has some power to get him over, I'm, I'm calling on you. To get him out of there, you know what I'm saying, like that. So go, um, and let's bring him in, and then scold him in private. You know what I'm saying, just like with the Bow Wow situation when he was disrespecting uh, Sierra. First of all, Bow Wow just needs to sit his ass down. I, I don't know who's giving him a real intervention, for real, for real. But y'all need to get him and and literally scold his ass in private, like get him together. Like we're young, we're still young. You understand what I'm saying? And sometimes we need to be scolded. And no, all the time we need to be scolded in private. You understand what I'm saying? As a black community, we need to be, you need to pull us in. Like, no, and white people, this ain't for you. This is for the black people. Like, you won't, right? We need to pull our people in. When we see something not happening, yo, act accordingly. I'll deal with you later. Come on. And then we talk to them like, yo, relax on this and da 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 You understand what I'm saying? Like, that was under I was I was very understanding of that when people brought me to the side and I was like, 
yo, just, and they would be like, yo, just, you know, relax yourself. And sometimes I would take it, sometimes I won't, you know what I'm saying? But it's just all up to you because you've grown at the end of the day. So, and the times that I did take it, man, it works. It it it, it works for my benefit. So, when it comes to ASAP, we, we really need to just get, first of all, get him out of there. Like, because I, I think somebody said it on Twitter. I think him talking with the president or the president talking to the prime minister literally made it fucking worse. I don't believe that it made it even better, you know, because now this nigga is trying to rob the dick of the black community. Nigga, get off our dick. Get off. Hop off. We don't want your ass. You you orange and ugly. Get off. So, yeah, that's just that's just really ridiculous. Um, I just want ASAP to come home, period, period, period. Uh, oh, man, that's it for the day. Okay, well, we will be back, and we're going to take this five-minute break, and we will be back. This is the PNA Brother Podcast with your boy, Devontae, episode 91, and we will be back, people. What's going on, everybody? We are back. We are back. We are back again. And you know what? I actually forgot to talk about something. Um, before we actually get into the uh, a PNA topic of the week, let me just uh, recap the uh, Caribbean Summer Jam. Okay, so the Caribbean Summer Jam was um, was 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 okay this year, um, and here's why I say this: uh, I got lit as hell. That's why I'm very hungover. Not hungover, like I'm better now, but I was very much hungover. Um, Man, I, I I I threw up. I threw up my guts. You know, I got I had some steak and shake. Like I got in, um, cause I told y'all Saturday was Saturday was a rough day, so I wanted to just go out. I got some wine, drunk some of that, then went to the place, drunk some drunk some shit from there, and then uh, I didn't have nothing on my stomach, so I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna get some steak and shake. Got some steak and shake. The steak and shake didn't sit well. With my stomach, my stomach didn't sit well with the steak and shake, and you know, the steak and shake came right the fuck up. I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I was literally over my kitchen sink, talking about, and you know, you put the visuals in your head. You know what I'm saying? Um, but let me just say that all the women in there were beautiful, absolutely. Um, however. I don't know what the hell they thought of when they cut off like half the dance floor um because everybody in there was thinking it and i told people i was going to say it and i'm saying it i don't know why the hell they cut off half the dance floor for the vip um because vip was not even doing anything you understand what i'm saying and i'm only being honest with you um there was like if you could look at VIP, VIP people were eat like people were having whole meals in VIP while everybody else was dancing. And if I remember it correct, last year the way they had it was VIP was over to the side while the dance floor was still open, right? So like Twenty One Row Live is is it's big, but it's not like huge, right? So once you go in, you know you see. Um, there's another, you know, couple doors that you're going, and that's the actual club club. So once you go in, it's not a club, but the venue. You go into the venue, and then, you know, there's a bar to your left, um, and then the dance floor, right? So you get in, and you, and what I seen last, the last year, excuse me, and why I hyped it up so much, is 
you know, like I said, the VIP was to the all the way to the right, and then they still had a dance floor, right? So it was lit. This time they cut off half the dance floor, and it was I don't want to say like compact, but it was kind of like why are we looking like sardines on this side while there is hardly anybody in VIP on that side, right? And, and some people was coming up to me like, bro, you 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 not digging this. I'm like, I'm not digging like the, the placement. Like this is not this the vibe was just not right. I'm like, what is this? So I'm just like, okay, I I guess. So you know you gotta make the best of what you got. But at the same time, um I was definitely gonna talk about it. So this year, I think last year gave I gave it like a four out of five. Because it was dope as fuck. This year, I think I'm giving it like three stars. Maybe like two, five. Because I hyped it up so much for people. And it was sick. You know, I was just sick. Like, they was just like, oh, yeah, this this is cool. I was like, oh, man. I hyped it up, man. So, uh, but the drinks had me gone. I say that. The drinks had a nigga gone. They were very heavy-handed with the drinks. So, right. So, uh, shout out to uh, 616 Productions for putting it on. You know, they've been doing this for four years. And, you know, sometimes, listen. Four years, that's a long time to be putting something on, and they, and they have, and it was dope. It was dope. All the women looked beautiful. All, um, everybody was, you know, in there, you know, Caribbean, swaggy, you know, trying to be swaggy, at least, in the entire. <laughs> so, um, shout out to the 616 um, and 21 Row. Uh, but we're getting into this opinionated topic of the week. We're not going to be long, because I... I want to know if comprehension is really a thing. Like, I, I really, I really, really believe that we have, we have to understand or, or even try to understand that comprehension is a part of listening, is a part of communication. And if we don't understand that for real, like, what does, what does even listening, are you acting when you listen? You know, are you, are you, are you active listening or are you just acting listening? You know what I'm saying? Like, active listening is literally comprehension. Right. When when we comprehend something, we're able to dissect it. We're able to literally dissect it to the, you know, kind of tiniest, mic, you know, microscopic, you know, nuclear or something like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be all political and shit. <laughs> but literally, you know, comprehension is something that we, we don't, we, we, I think we take for granted. You know, when we sit here and say like, oh, we, um, when, when we say we, we, we listening, you know, what I what I really think of is what I think of when I when I hear that is literally um, uh, the Tyler Perry movie Why Did I Get Married in the scene where Tyler Perry and uh, his 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 wife was like he was like are you listening to me he was she was like yeah I hear you he was like yeah but are you listening you know and she got mad because hearing me is one thing right hearing me is one thing listening is one thing communicating is one thing but are we really comprehending what that person is saying and i really got this 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 topic from the social complex so for, first before we go into that i want to give the uh the definition the dictionary definition for comprehend right so comprehend um is to grasp mentally and understand okay to include compromise or to encompass right so when we think about grasping mentally 
right? It's not grasping something physically. It's literally grasping it mentally. Are you comprehending? Are you understanding what this person is saying to you? So when they tell you at your job, you are fired. That is it. That is done. Have you comprehended? Do you understand? Does your mic you know, your microscopic nuclear cells in your brain understand and comprehend the fact that you have no job. Same thing goes with any type of relationship that you get into. You understand what I'm saying? And um, I want to play this this uh, this clip from the uh, social complex. Um, shout out to them. Um, they were on Twitter. And literally, bro, we I think we got into a whole literally like Twitter conversation about, you know, cheating and um, communication and listening and comprehension and everything like that. And it was really, really dope of how we got into it. So I want to play this clip real quick. Give me one second. Let me find this on my Twit Twit Twitter. Um, it was really, really dope. And shout out to everybody that we uh, everyone that was tagged in. Um, the social complex, uh, social complex's little um, uh, video. It was, it was, uh, it was dope. Hold on, here we go. Let me see. Let's, let's just say your dude has been disrespectful. Y'all probably caught him cheating. Would y'all have sex with your dude's barber? <laughs> first of all, first of all, this man. I told you this question was wild as fuck. Okay, <laughs> I want to play that back. Hold on, hold on. Let's just say your dude has been disrespectful. Y'all probably caught him cheating. Would y'all have sex with your dude's barber? That's wild. Niggas do be trying to get... Hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. I love the barbershop, bro. Love the barbershop. Like one of the sacred forms of black malehood. But the barbershop, you if a woman walks into the barbershop all males, you are bound to get hollered at. I'm I'm letting you know. If you are a fine black woman in a let's just say it's a Saturday, right? Let's say it's a Saturday and you sit there and you at the uh you in the barbershop and you know it's crowded. You see a black woman come in fine as hell, old, young, whatever's in your age range, you know, if you sixteen, sixteen year old come through. If you thirty two or thirty two year old come through, hell. You understand what I'm saying? You look at this woman, and if she older, all the OG is gonna try to holler. If she younger, the younger, you know, young kids like us gonna try to, or young kids like them gonna try to holler. If she in my age range, between like, you know, 24 and 30, you know, we gonna try to holler. You know what I'm saying? But you walk in there, somebody is gonna holler at you. Okay, I just wanted to let that be known. She said that she cheated on her dude with her dude's barber. That's and we was all like, that's kind of fucked that up. That is fucked up. Because see, see, that's how y'all walk. You spend time with her. Yeah. I know my clients tell me everything. So I know he been telling like, man, this is my girl. I love her. She had me crazy. You hoes is disrespectful. That's y'all problem. That's why y'all having these long ass extended hot girl summer. Because y'all, <laughs> y'all are. I don't really agree with a lot of female things. I am the best. Because I have no to Me having fun like she is about that life for sure shout out to her but 
appreciate it if things going right and I'm happy and I'm doing what I want to do, how I want to do, and if I don't want to miss it, you know what you do. Okay. And you go home. What does hot girl summer mean to a band? Yeah, like, 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 I, I'm confused yeah, because yeah, I see the hot girl summer in the city boys, and I'm like, 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 i creators just talking about cheating and everything and you know we were talking about um you know cheating and everything you know communication i think somebody somebody commented and said honestly uh cheating is money communication can be presented uh can be present and people will still cheat which is facts you can love the person you're uh with and not not uh not want to lose them but feel like you're being pushed to, uh to cheat and taken for granted you can be vulnerable angry and most times selfish which is very very much facts um, and then somebody said, uh, adobo chocolate, um, said, uh, which I feel as if, um, which I feel as if, if, uh, all things could be fixed with communication. Um, and I always say like being a communication scholar, I always say like communication is key, you know what I'm saying? But as I've grown through my or or gone through my, um, my communication, uh, you know, scholarly you know, years and learning it and really reading up on it. What I found out is this, and this tweet was really, really, um, it really hit it on the nose of what I really found out. Um, cause, uh, this tweet said, ideally, yes, but sometimes no, some people listen, but don't retain or apply anything. Imagine being on the flip side of, of that and not being uh, able to identify exactly, uh, why they can't, why they can't, but still love them. You still want them, but you're not being fulfilled. Right. And then um, I just said, what did I say? I said, damn, I'm trying to find it. Trying to find, trying to find, trying to find, trying to find my tweet. Because I really asked, like, if comprehension was a thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, Is comprehension a thing? And, And when we have to understand, like, listening and just sitting here and having a conversation with somebody because ideally you can tell you can communicate with anybody right but everybody's form of communication is not your form of communication i've even had to learn that the way i communicate to people is not the way people communicate to me right or haven't technically learned maybe i don't even want to say the right way or maybe a better way to communicate better than what they've been doing. So when they get involved with somebody who is a lot more honest, a lot more transparent, like myself, they're very shocked. They're very appalled or very taken or taken back by that because of that honesty, because of that raw nature. You understand what I'm saying? However, for me, I had to I had to blossom up out of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was a blossom. I had to blossom up out of there because anybody could tell you, you know, uh, when I was younger, I, I was very, uh, I was very much an introvert. You know, I didn't like talking to people. I still don't, for real, for real. You know, but um, even in that sense, I, had, I I'm, a, I'm a socializer, introvert kind of, you know? Like, people, I, I've, I've come to the realization that I love, I, I do socialize. Right. I'm a, I am a social butterfly. When I go into a room, I love to socialize and I love to network. 
I love to just talk to people, see where people are heads at. You know what I'm saying? I just love to just spread love and joy to everybody. That's what it is. But I also love my time to myself way more than going outside. I love just relaxing in the house and just doing my own thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm very much that type of introvert. That's that's been me as a kid, as that's been who I was. But I also thrive when I go out, right? So being that type of person, you don't, you necessarily, your communication levels change, right? So the way you communicate to people, I was very much young, as a, as a teenager, as a younger kid, I was very much, I will hold in what I say. Now that I'm a much more as an adult now, you know what I'm saying? And I've learned a few lessons. Oh, you getting, I'm saying it to your face, period, point blank. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, and I'm not saying it, you know, all cookie cutter and nice the way you want me to, because sometimes, most of the time you need to hear it the way it is, you know, like you need to people soften up so much stuff when it comes to things. And in this case, when we talk about cheating, when we talk about communication and cheating, cheating is so is 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 such a form. That's the basic form, right? Of of just uh, being in a relationship. We know that. But when you cheat on somebody, I don't even think you need to even be in a relationship, right? When we cheat on someone, I don't even think you need to be in a relationship. Let alone if you now if you go down that road and you tell that person like, oh, I, I, I or you don't tell them. Now you're hurting them, right? Really? Now you're hurting them. So really, is it? It it's it's a matter of everything, right? It's a matter of of, of sitting here and not listening, not communicating your true feelings, and then not comprehending what the hell you got going on. Because what we forget is comprehension works both ways. It not only works for the other person, but it also works for you, too. You have to do some internal healing and understanding, my dude, my guys, my girls. Listen, comprehension is just not for the other person. It's also for you. And I hate that I have to sit here and say it like that because I would think that some of you know this. But, hey, I'll reiterate. We have to understand that. Comprehension is not just for the other person. Oh, are you listening? No. Are you comprehending what? Are you comprehending the words that are coming out of my life? Like on some real shit. Do you understand? That's what Chris Tucker was really saying. Do you understand? Do you comprehend? Right? Because some people, listen, I've talked to a lot of people who don't, um, some people who really don't know or can speak our language, English, but comprehend what the fuck I'm saying. And then it's a flip because people who can speak English to the T cannot comprehend a word, a word. It goes in one ear and out the other. And then y'all act like y'all listening. Y'all don't do active listening. You do acting listening. Stop acting like you're listening when you're really not. When you're not even trying to comprehend, when you're not even trying, and I will keep saying this to this day, a lot of us don't sit here and even try to do the things that we even want done for ourselves, from other people. You sit here and you tell somebody, oh, listen to me, but you ain't even giving them the fucking time of day. You're not even comprehending or even trying to understand what they're trying to, trying to say to you. So where is this relationship going to go? 
And in the form of cheating, like I said, first of all, you shouldn't even cheat, bro. If I'm not trying to be with you, that's where the communication, the listening, the active listening comes in and the comprehension of, okay, if we can't get through this right here, we just need to just dead this and let it go. But that's a lot more easier said than done because a lot of you motherfuckers don't like to get your feelings hurt. And that's just point blank, period. And your feelings are going to get hurt whether he tell you or she tell you now or when she or he found out that you've been getting dicked or pussy down by somebody else. Then it's going to hurt a lot more then. This constant ass fucking cycle of, oh, he cheated on me. Oh, she cheated, man. She been fucking another nigga. Then why are y'all together? Bro, that's my, you know, but that's, I love him. But, you know, that's my man. Bro, shut the fuck up. Y'all out here looking for love in all the wrong places. And it ain't even looking for love. Y'all just trying to keep somebody so you can hold because you don't like being alone. Talk about it. Hmm. Talk a fucking about it. Comprehend that shit. Because a lot of y'all motherfuckers don't like to be alone. Y'all don't want to sit here and be by yourself because you think you're just going to go into a depression by yourself. Have you loved on you? Have you sat here and did for you lately? Have you sat here and got your haircut? Have you sat here and taken yourself out to go get your nails done? Have you sat here and taken yourself to get a drink by yourself? Have you sat here and, and, and just did something for you that you love to do? Hell, you can go paint, skate, sit here and go out and lay in the sun. Go to the beach. Hell, walk around. It don't matter. Are you loving on you? Because while you sitting here trying to cheat, and creep and do all this bullshit. Karma is a motherfucker. Don't get it twisted. I definitely believe in her. Okay. <laughs> she she ain't no bitch. She is not no bitch. And I will say that to a T. She ain't no hoe. Karma will come back and bite you in the ass. And you know there's a there's there's a lot of theories and conspiracy theories on you know what karma is and if karma is real, but I believe that's just life coming right around tenfold. You you give you give bad energy in the world. It's gonna come back to you. It's all how you learn from that shit. Are you learning from your fucking quote unquote mistakes? No, your choices. Have you learned from your choices that you made? Because you decided to go outside of your relationship and go fuck another dick or pussy. That's what you decided to do. Don't sit here and cry to me. Don't sit here and uh, no, you did that. And if you are one of those people right now listening to the podcast, you a hoe. I, I, just call it like I said. Love you, but just call it like I said. Y'all know I'm y'all friend. I'm just calling it like I said. <laughs> you a hoe ass nigga. You a hoe ass bitch. That's just what it is. Because now this cycle, this, this continuation of a cycle of a good dude or a good woman getting involved with somebody who she, who she, he or she perceives to be good you know for them and then there's they you know this dude or this girl is literally fucking them over cheating on him not really giving that that cheating on him or her and not giving that communication to them you know what i'm saying and if you're that person you're a hoe and you need to get yourself together 
And that's just that you you acting like a whole ass nigga and a whole ass bitch right now. That's and that's just what it is. You don't like it, don't listen to the podcast. Turn me off. <laughs> Period. You're not comprehending nothing about you first. And then got the nerve to sit here and try to start arguments and shit just because. That's our cult, man. Stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. Niggas are so afraid to hurt people's feelings and sit here and tell and, and t- to tell motherfuckers, like, no, I don't want to be with you. Like, I don't have an, I don't want an emotional relationship with you. I want a physical. And most women are not looking for just physical relationships, while most men are. So, men, I, here, here's here's here is your here's your suggestion for me. Since a lot of you, or since some of you, like to cheat and not communicate. Men talking to the men right quick. Uh, actually, no, I'm talking to the men and women. How about that? Maybe y'all just need to just, you know, all the cheaters need to be together. Maybe y'all are together. I don't know. That's crazy hell. <laughs> all I'm saying is we need to do better at comprehending what we are talking about. When we have conversations, when we are in those um, those debates with each other about things, when we're getting to know each other, we need to comprehend uh, what are our triggers, um, what takes us there and what not takes us, uh, what takes us there and what doesn't. We need to understand and we need to comprehend that. Stop trying to listen. Stop acting listening and start active listening. Okay? We act too much. There's too many actors out here. You know what I'm saying? Y'all want to be Captain Saver Ho? Y'all want to be Captain Saver uh, a nigga? Y'all want to? Y'all want to? Y'all want to sit here and be in relationships for a year, how you, and and then want to post. Listen, don't don't get me started. If it's real, have it. Like, feel that. Make sure it's real. You understand what I'm saying? And that's real. That is that's that's truly real because you continue to cheat, you continue to go down this path. You it's gonna come back to your tenfold. I always said, like, niggas who, who, who sit here and, and have fucked a lot of women over will have daughters when they get kids. And all the dudes that I've, I've watched documentaries on, you know, read about rappers, entertainers, all of those, even lawyers and doctors, bro. Yes. When they was going through their whole phases and just hoeing out here. They have more more daughters than sons. Probably have a lot more daughters than anything. Because life just comes back tenfold. God is going to show you, okay, so you want to mm, bet. Now, how do you feel about your daughter? Right. I'm just saying. Accountability. Period. It's all about accountability and comprehension. All right. So I appreciate everybody for kicking it with me this day uh, on today. Um if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to my website at www.tomazahicks.com. Uh, you can find out all about our new Black Men Win interview E and Showcase E. Mr. Malik McClinton is on there. Uh, dope as interview. I appreciate him for coming through. Producer, uh, director, photographer. He owns his own uh, film company. So shout out to him. Uh, make sure you ch- uh, check him out at MalikFalsetto.com. Um Let's see. Make sure you follow us. Make sure you subscribe to us on all platforms. If you're not listening to us on Apple Podcasts, make sure you listen to us on Google Podcasts. If you're not listening to us there, we're on Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio for all my uh, my conservative white folks. You know what I'm saying? We on there too. Uh, if um, 
Uh, we are on, what, what else? What else? I'm trying to think. SoundCloud, Podbeam, Spotify, all that good stuff, all that jazz. You know what I'm saying? We're everywhere. And you can listen to from my website. You can do everything from my website at this point. Um, and yeah, we'll be back uh, later this week with a, uh, with a great new After Dark special, of course. And um, make sure y'all have a great week. And I haven't said this in a while, but um, just uh, make sure that you remember that life is like riding a bicycle. Um, in order to keep it balanced, you got to keep moving forward. And I needed that for me as well because I was like, damn, I haven't said that in a long time. So just make sure, guys, that uh, life is like riding a bicycle. You know, um, in order to keep it balanced, you got to keep moving forward. And just know that I ain't everybody cup of tea. I will burn your goddamn tongue. All right, people, be out. We love you. Peace. In here, Grease.